My guys, I hope you're having a wonderful day. My name is Alejandro Salomon, and today I'm going to talk to you about how to make money faster with your business or with any business venture that you're going to get into. I've opened about 75 to 100 business, uh, businesses all around in all of my life. I've learned a lot. I failed almost every single time, but lately I think I got a formula that, that works for me that I keep noticing keeps becoming more and more efficient when it comes to making money and when it comes to being uh, better and faster at making that money for the business. Because the number one thing that kills you every single time you open a business is obviously the fact that you're not making any money and waiting for that long period of time. And the reason why I wanted to make this video is simple. I have a water company that uh, has been growing and growing and growing. We acquired it last year. And right now we just got into Walmart. So I need to do some promo in Spanish and whatnot for the water company. I don't sell the water in the, in the US. This is not a promo for you guys, but I want you guys to understand what I'm talking about. And I want you guys to see it and feel it. So number one, I wanna show you the product. This is Water People. This is our water company. We're an alkaline uh, natural water. So we're like Essentia but with natural water instead of purified toilet water. That is the big difference. And right here, that is Rodrigo pretending to be me in a trip to Mexico. So obviously we started in Mexico. We're in, every 20, we're in over 20,000 stores retailing this thing. Uh, we're in all of the Walmarts in Mexico right now. We're expanding. We're coming out with a brand new product, etc. And I want to get to how exactly we got here and what have I learned all the way through because I want you guys to be efficient. I want you guys to be sharp. I want you that whenever you want to open a business, I want you to look at things in the way that I do because after all these years what I always wanted to have was a mentor a mentor that would tell me don't fuck up here learn that you should be focused here and I've never had that chance because of my uh, uh my upbringing I I never had like that older guy that taught me any of this shit and because I'm I'm hard and I and um I like to do a lot of stuff and I'm not patient. Not a lot of people have the same type of drive that I do. So it's hard to find people like me. But after a while, let's say after a while of fucking up, I've learned. So number one, when you open a business, the number one mistake everybody, everybody does is they want to do it all. So I'm going to give you several examples with all of my other businesses uh, first so we can get to this. So what exactly do I mean by everybody wants to do it all? So back in the day, I opened a sports social network that was focused on the social social aspect, monetizing social media for athletes. This was before anything could monetize social media, right? So no one understood that. And we wanted to create a platform, a website with a mobile app so that people could go in, have all of their sports in just one place, whether it was stats, whether it was social, whether it was news, it was all going to be in one place. Basically what ESPN did years later, that's what we wanted to do back then. So the number one problem was, my friend Rod came up to me with a business proposal, a business plan, a business idea. If I get this amount of money, I'll be able to make this website and we'll be able to do, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do social media in it. I was like, great, here's some money. The first problem that we did and that we, the, the first mistake that we made was neither one of us was the expert in what we were building. And the first thing that we wanted to do was go hire a company that develops these type of websites. That was the first mistake. Because when you're going to a company just for services, they don't give a fuck about your product. They're going to absolutely destroy you, overcharge you, and under deliver every single time, no matter how you want to look at it, right? So that was the first mistake. Neither one of us came 
with that right experience. Then we had to spend money way before we started making any money, right? So it was literally about a year of development before we had a website that we felt was good enough to come out. Then we, uh, we needed marketing. So we went and hired a marketing company, like a company that does marketing. And it was exactly the same problem that was hiring the other company. The reason why it's a big problem is simple because those marketing people don't really care. They're just there for their retainer. They want to take their money and uh, bloop, leave you hanging. And basically just with that, you're you're just getting yourself into another mistake. So you start spending more money on that side. You're spending money on this side. There's no money coming in and there's no one coming into the website. So after all of that, we started getting some traction because we got Leo Messi to go to Mexico. So we ended up also doing a humongous event broadcasted by ESPN around the world that we didn't take advantage of it whatsoever because we were so focused on just doing that event that all in, we ended up closing the company after two years because he was just not working. He was not producing any revenue. He was just not doing anything for anyone, right? So that's a failure. Now, what I want you guys to realize is how efficient I've gotten at doing this little by little. So with Aileron, I had to do the same thing with the Mezcal company. The Mezcal company came up in 2017. If you guys go back to my Instagram story, on, uh, on my Instagram, there's a post where I'm at RDB and I'm saying, does anybody know a Mezcal company for sale? What I learned immediately was that every single Mezcal producer was very small and that there was not an established, com uh, not an established guy that I could buy. There was just a lot of mini guys that I could buy. So I already went in there with the idea, I'm gonna buy something. I couldn't find it, right? So I had to create my own. I found the right people that were making their own and I had to invest in them so they could grow. But at the same time, not everyone believed in social media marketing in 2017, no one. Like actually, uh, a lot of the people that I talked to at that time and I was telling them, this is what we're gonna do. We're a social media back company that also sells alcohol. Everybody was like, this is never gonna work, dude. The alcohol industry is one of the hardest industries to get into. So we were able to do that because we were able to do that uh, and we had a company that we partner up with that, again, didn't truly believe in the concept, but they were like, dude, we have nothing to lose. Like, if this doesn't go anywhere, we don't lose anything because they're paying us anyways. So we went with that company. We made them partners rather than just paying them. And what we absorbed was all of their know-how because they did exactly what we did. So instead of us doing the trial and error and see what works and what didn't, we just grabbed all of the uh, uh, elements that worked in that place. So we instantly cut the pre-production of, pro uh, of the product by anywhere between five, six months to a year. So immediately we're there. Then we come out for sale and then we need distribution and then we need this and then we need that. And then you start to realize that, man, we really need someone in the middle that can make the big phone call so that we can get into every single business. After Aileron came out and all of these other businesses had proven success with what we did, the formula, I started to become more anxious about the speed of a business, about how fast I can get to the max return. So now with the water, what we did was this, uh, the opportunity presented itself. Someone came to us and said, Hey guys, there's this water company that wants to hire you guys so that you can do promotion for them. So I looked at the product, I'm looking at it and I'm like, no, we're not going to be doing promotion for this thing. We want to acquire a water company because we have many athletes that we represent. We have, uh, race car drivers, um, we have soccer players, we have baseball players, like uh, we have a ton of uh, uh, 
inventory of athletes that need to be repped. And we can't just do it with the mezcal because it's alcohol. And sometimes these athletes are also underage. I had a, a, a problem representing Noel Leon, who's the actual Formula Four, Formula Four champion, just got signed by Red Bull. And I couldn't get him in on Aileron because he was young. He was under 18. And that's just a big no-no. And I'm not going to fucking go around the law and, and do bad things. So I said, you know, we can't do that. So we wanted a water company, and that's why my, my eyes were open at that possibility. After making Aileron a success, which was hard, it took a lot of time and work and effort, I found this water company, and the water company had the greatest uh, people in it. These are people that have lived in the water business forever. They know every buyer. They know every single person. They have a great product, but people weren't buying it because they didn't know about it. And if you want to go and advertise like a regular person, you're going to lose your ass. So I said, how about this? How about we buy a big chunk of the company and we do whatever we want as far as advertising? And on the other side, you guys are going to take care of pretty much all of the day-to-day -day and specifically getting into all of the stores. We said, yes, that happened in February, and by May, we opened in 5,000 stores. By September, we were in 10,000 stores, and by December, over 20,000 stores, now Walmart. So it took less than a year to already have a massive presence for something that was already there. So revenues, we're obviously making money already, and the company's self-sustainable and whatnot, so we got to the product fast. You think that's fast? Let's talk about the NFT world, son, because I came up with that idea on the same concept here. I already knew that I wanted to do NFTs. I already learned, researched. I was chanting for and, and, and telling people in LA to do their NFTs before I even left LA. And I tried to tell them how to do it, but they all decided to run and do it on their own and fucking failed miserably because they just wanted the cash grab. You got to make the project like worth it. So with the NFT, uh, uh, I learned that I have all of the control. I have all of the power. I can do the same acquisition that I did with the people in, uh, in the water company, but now my distribution is direct to consumer. What do I mean by that? I mean, I can tell you, all of you guys that are watching this video right now to go buy it. You can buy it from your home, no matter what country you're in. I wanted to get into the digital asset business for quite some time and also to the DeFi business, to the banking online business and all of that. Why? Because I can actually get to people instantly. The reason why Aileron sells so well right now, but it's not yet number one in the world is because I've yet to place it everywhere around the world. So I need the CEO that I'm hiring now to do all of that stuff, right? So you bring the best, the best of the business, you put him in there, he makes the calls, you just do your thing. But the water really validated the, the model because being in so many stores, we are the most sold product in those stores, period. So that, that's telling me the more available I make that product in everyone's hands, the, uh, uh, the more people will get it and the more people will use it because my reach is that big. So with the, with the NFT project, it was exactly the water business, but I don't have to, to, to settle on the distribution. I don't have to wait on someone to call. And the best thing about the NFT world is you only have to create the digital asset once and then it can be sold a million times. That is beautiful. I don't need to ship it. I don't need to pay for logistics. I don't need to pay for a production line. I don't need to pay for anything. And instantly, I can just release it and everybody buys it. So you would say, man, so you had to go hire someone, create the product, come up with this. So instead, I said, I'm going to reverse engineer this one. I am going to put an ad 
letting people know that I'm looking for NFT projects. Send them to me. I can uh, uh, I can either buy your pro uh, your project or we can work together in some way. So I had over 120, 130 submissions total, and I found my favorite project. And my favorite project, forget, let's not get into the details why it's my favorite and whatnot. It's the Golems, obviously, the one that we came out with. And we did it. Uh, I, I want to give you the timeline of this. So by the time I was sure that I wanted to create a, 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 an NFT company, it was around October 15th, something like that. So I created an a, a Instagram page called Creator Studios. That's literally all I did. Like, I didn't incorporate anything. I just opened that. I asked my friend Huka if he wanted to be a part of it. And I asked my friend William if he wanted to be a part of it. And they said yes. Then I called my friend Omar because I had already purchased an NFT from his collection, which is one of my favorite collections, Rogue Sharks. And I told him, dude, do you want to be our guy that knows the business in this business? Because I'm not an expert. Willie's an expert in everything he does, gaming, metaverse, uh, uh, tokens, etc. He's an expert at that. Huka is incredible at building relationships. All of the stuff that he does with Red Bull, uh, F1, Aston Martin, like all of the big brands love hookah. So we all brought something different to the table and we all agreed, we got together. And again, there's no paperwork. There's nothing we've done at this point. This is mid-October. It's four guys open an Instagram account. We put out the ad. We tell everybody, send us your shit. And in a week or two weeks, we got all of these submissions. We go through the submissions. We go through the teams. We go through our favorite ones. We talk to the teams, the final ones. And we say, this is what we want to do. This is how we want to fucking set it up. This is our role. This is your role. And this is how we're going to do it together. Without putting a dime, we made millions of dollars two weeks later. Two weeks later. So I'm getting very fast at turning around the amount, uh, 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 the money rather than the time. Why? Because I'm starting to find all of the pieces that I'm missing and I'm complementing those pieces and I'm finding business uh, businesses where I can just instantly add value just by being in it. And this is something that I learned. I don't want to bring people into my businesses just because you're bringing me cash. I can get cash from anyone. Cash is cheap as fuck right now. I can get cash from the bank for nothing, nothing. So if you're bringing money into my equation, I need you to be an asset. So that's the way I look at myself is, how am I going to invest in this company? What is the asset that I bring, which I completely understand the asset that I bring? And how can we generate more instant explosive value into whatever we're doing? Now, a lot of people are going to say here, man, this is really fucking hard because we don't have the money. We don't have the social media. Now, this is the best part of it. You don't have to do it all. On the first business that you make, you're not going to keep 100%. You're not. When I worked in movies, I remember how flushed, uh, like how frustrating it was that I would put together an entire project for a year. I would raise $5 million. I would do all of the development of the project out of my own pocket, right? And as soon as I closed the movie and I brought the actors... My percentage was this big and I didn't get any, I would get this up front and the actors would get this much. But you know why? They sold the movie. I wanted to start. I wanted to make a name for myself. I need to eat dick. So that's what a lot of people miss. They want to open their first, their first business, own 100% of it and make it super successful. Here's the big tip. How can you get to the result quicker than anybody else? Let's say that you want to open an Uber car wash type of app. It's done. It's been done a million times, but let's just get quickly to it. And you are the car wash guy. You already have a car wash or you can do it by hand. And you find another guy 
that has the app. He's got the technology and he knows how to use it. Partner up with that guy. And now if you don't have any business experience about expanding, partner with a third guy that brings that. All of us are assets. All of us have an ability. All of us know how to do many different things. And as long as we do different things for the same purpose, we're always going to do best. Does that make sense? All right. So that's what I want to leave you guys with. I want you to understand how that works. I want you to understand that you're making a mistake getting into a business that you don't know anything about and hiring other people that you're going to pay money to do that for you. You're better off finding the right pieces of the puzzle for your business that are going to be partners, that are going to have stake in it. And what you're going to do is get to the end result quicker, faster, in a more efficient way, and you're going to make so much more money. So with this said, I want to open the floor to uh, any questions that you guys might have, and let's attack them right now. If the questions are about this, please. So here we go. So number one, I just said that. But um, someone's saying that I'm, I'm all over the place with these. I know that I am. This is my channel. I'm all over the place with my life. I am interested in so many different things. And I just want to add value to all of you guys or whoever is here in whatever area that, that I can bring value to. So that's, that's that. Um, Fabian, thank you so much, dude. I appreciate you. Uh, Yusuf is asking, how do I find these partners? So that, that is something that you need to see and you need to be aware in your surroundings and, and who you are and what you do. And the reason why I say this is everybody wants to do things that they're not supposed to do. Like if I came up with an excellent idea right now for banking or no, 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 because banking is easy. Um, what's something that I can't do? Uh, oh, Pilates studio. Like right now, my wife is like, I want to open a Pilates studio. But my wife doesn't know shit about Pilates. My wife doesn't know anything about owning a studio. So I would have to bring a Pilates instructor that has ran a studio before as a partner so that I don't have to go through the, uh, um, through the curve of learning how to operate a Pilates business. The business side, I know that's easy, simple, but the little things is what you want to get your shortcuts. There's a lot of people around you that know all of these things. Everywhere you look, you're not looking for a partners. You're looking for people that are doing stuff. That's why when people say networking and they just want to network online without doing anything is stupid. You want to go work so you can network. That's the way to do it. Hey, Salo, I remember you wanted to open a restaurant. What stopped you from it? Because the food industry and, wanna, and I want to open something in the future in the food industry. The reason why I didn't do the taco restaurant was simple. My guy that was the expert uh, uh, was going to be the partner. It was going to work perfectly. It was going to be simple and whatnot. But as I moved forward and I started to see where I was putting my own time, my own marketing abilities, and my own marketing share of time, which is whatever, my Instagram, my YouTube, my all of that stuff. I said, how much money can I make off a taco place compared to what I'm making on NFTs, for example, or compared to what I'm making in Aileron or the watches or the water? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like I would have to open so many taquerias to make the money that I would make on the other ones. Always go with the easy money. I mean, at least that's what I do. I don't like to fight against the, uh, the wind, the like headwinds. How do I compete or destroy aerospace business by implementing the other people assets? So if you're in the aerospace business uh, and if you're already in it, 
and you're working around it, all you, that's what you need to do. If you're just working in it, you're going to know all the people that are a part of it. And then you're going to find the place and the people that you're going to need to combine in the puzzle. There's always a way to combining shit, right? Like with the mezcal, we went and did everything, everything. So we had to do it all. With the water, we had a solid operator. With the car, because uh, I also have a, a car dealerships, we have a solid operator that has been in that business for 30 years. With a solid operator, a solid business that we know how to manage a business, and incredible marketing, you're always going to win. So what's the part that you're going to need? What's, what exactly are the, the, the pieces? And you got to look around and see. And this is why I'm saying, if you are trying to do something in aura space, uh, um, in, in aerospace, but you're not in the business, then what's your side of the business? Are you excellent at technology and you want to do an app? Then that's your asset and go to those people. If you don't have anything other than the desire of going into the aeros, uh, uh, aerospace business, leave it alone. Don't try to reach something you can't reach yet. What do you mean by banking is easy, man? I'm dumb. I need your knowledge, Ali. I hope you're doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you so much. And you're not dumb, dude. Uh, all of these things are just different and people like to talk in complicated ways so that no one ever understands anything and sees how ignorant everybody is. I'm ignorant from the start, so I don't have to hide anything. But I'll tell you this. Um, it's not, it's not so much about it's, it's, it's not about learning terms. It's about learning how it works. If you understand the base of everything, you'll always learn anything. There's no, there's no distractions. There's nothing. If you know the base core of the business, you'll know everything. So uh, it's about that, understanding the base for everything. Hey, Salamandrin, why you never talk about your billionaire grandfather? Because I wish I had one. That'd be awesome. That's an awesome rumor that you guys made up. Uh, but I would love to have a billionaire grandfather, especially because all of my grandfathers died when I was like nine years old. How do you decide on partners, on partner shares? So this is a really simple exercise on how to figure out who's getting what in the business. And this is the best way to do it. What I do is I measure how much my time is worth. And how do I do that? So depending on what I bring to the table, and because at this point, I know how much I charge. So let's say that I'm only going to do marketing for your business, right? And I want to be a partner. So instead, I'm going to invest $100,000 worth of Instagram posts into your business. And then you're going to invest $100,000 of your time, let's say that eight hours, and you're going to mathematically make them equate to a whole year of work to $100,000. And then you're going to see the other, uh, 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 any other costs like that. So you always want to add value to your share by saying, this is how much I would charge in a year, which is what I'm going to be doing or two years. So if, if, if let's say that you want to become partners at the restaurant that you work with, the dumbest fucking example in the world, right? And you wanted to get a percentage of it. Let's say that the business that you work at is worth a million dollars and you work on minimum wage, which is $15 an hour. If you work one second, I'm going to do it here in the calculator. $15 an hour times eight hours, it's $120 a day. Let's say that you work five days a week. That's $600 a week. Let's say that you work 52 weeks out of the year to simplify things. You're putting $31,200. So out of the million dollars, let's say that instead of charging those $15 an hour, you're going to get $31,200 worth of ownership in that million dollars worth of business. That is the easiest example I can give you. It's super, super simple. 
How long should I keep trying to grow my business if it's not making any money? This is something that we all are really bad at and a lot of people don't know when to cut the bad ones because everybody's ashamed. Like people are going to be like, oh man, your business didn't do well. Like who gives a shit? If your business doesn't have a clear path ahead and you're not understanding how to get it out of the ground, fucking cut it. At least go talk to some people that might be in the same business as you get their opinion first. And if you don't see a clear path ahead, cut it, cut your losses, move on, go on to the next one. What decision you have taken in crypto? Did you sell your coins? No, I have all my coins. I didn't sell anything. I told you guys. There was nothing. Like the meltdown is all bullshit. How, uh, what advice would I give to someone that just graduated to college and start a business and become a millionaire like me? This whole video is literally for you. This entire video is literally for you. Um, have you ever had a business partner that screwed you over? If so, how you deal with it? Of course I have. And I can give you these uh, uh, simple examples, Richard. So you guys know Cup Gang, right? What I did then was, and, and, the, and, and I'm here just explaining like the simple basic mistake of that business. And I'll also share with you Puku Pals. So with Cup Gang, the problem was, it was 12 of us. And out of the 12, I was doing everything everything i know that the guys really thought that they did a lot but i was doing everything i put them in i came up with a plan i came up with a let's do a clothing line let's make it a brand all of that i did i invited them over because i wanted to change their life i wanted them to be not the rich ones but the, the other ones to be able to travel with me and have fun because i've i've been so successful so young i've never had people my age to be able to spend the amount of money that i have that doesn't come from money and i don't want to deal with fucking people that you know, their daddy bought them everything because most of them are pieces of shit. Not all of them, but most of them are very ungrateful. Um, so I opened this business. We started, we started grinding it out. We started doing like many different rev uh, revenue sources. So we did the clothing. We were making videos, like spectacular videos and whatnot. And my problem was my business partners never appreciated what I brought to the table because I gave them everything so easy because I made them a part of something that they literally could never, and you can see it today, could never be a part of something that big. And I just gave it to them for free. And when you get something for free, you don't appreciate it. When you work for it, that's when you appreciate it. So these guys always just wanted more. They wanted ownership in my channel, which makes no sense. They wanted ownership in, in, in my production company, which makes less sense. They wanted ownership in everything, even though I was doing free publicity for their businesses and this. So when I realized... Because they try to screw me three times, three times. When they try to screw me the third time, that's when I said, no more of this. I'm just going to walk away. I left them all of the money from all of the business that I generated. I left them all of the money and walked away. And I only took Alejandro away and the business collapsed because the business was me. So the problem in that was I partner up with people that didn't deserve to be in that partnership. And what I do, you can't go back and like, you know, because I try to talk to the rich ones and say, guys, we're getting clearly getting fucked by these dumbasses that are just greedy. And they just wanted to be friends. And I was like, okay, if you guys want to fucking screw my time and don't appreciate all the time and effort that I put in, I'm out. The other business that didn't work out, Puku Pals. The reason why Puku Pals didn't work out was we hired, Farshad and I got together. It's Farshad's idea. Farshad comes up with the, I have these designers. So he hires a group of designers that instead of paying them, we make them partners. And they were partners of a humongous chunk of the business, which make no sense. Because the, at the same time that they were the business partners that came up with the designs, they couldn't afford to just work on this business. They had a real job that they did 24 seven 
that could barely pay the bills, so they never really put the time into designing further the backpacks. Farshad is not a distribution expert, so uh, hang on a second. I'm, I'm going to yell at my dog. Um, Farshad didn't know anything about distribution in the backpack world, me either. We, we had great publicity and marketing, that was for me, but we had no distribution, no production skills, we had to outsource everything, and we didn't have a clear path to success. So that's why that business didn't work out. And instead of getting mad, you just go like, all right, I just put $100,000, whatever. And we got a lot of sales too. So I'm not saying, you know, it, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but you have to cut your losers. You want to get into something that you feel the energy always moving ahead, always moving ahead, you know? And I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish it with this. Um, so this is, this is the recipe of how to get to money faster. This, ladies and gentlemen, if you legitimately open your mind, open your eyes and realize how quickly you can get from A to Z using these simple steps rather than going and building the whole thing yourself, he's going to take you to a more successful place in life way quicker. Finding out how to collaborate with people and understanding how working with others affects you, affects them and affects the business is the most important part because there, that is the only way you're going to be successful. So I just wanted to let you guys know that. I wanted to put this in front of you. I'm getting too old for this shirt, ladies and gentlemen. This is the podcast. Remember, this is on iTunes, on Spotify, on, on, on every single platform, and also on YouTube, not on Facebook, but whatever you guys need. I'm always here. My name is Alejandro Salomon. Thank you very much for listening. And one thing before I go, you guys want to learn how to make a collection of NFTs? I'm going to do a whole series. I'm going to do a whole collection in front of your eyes from beginning to end so that you see how that works. Learn how to do it. Just for that reason, we're doing that one. So, all right, my guys.